This is IsAware, powered by Intersoft Associates. IsAware is your connection to exploring the systems and software that power businesses like yours with expert insight, experience, and advice. Welcome back to IsAware. I am Chris Billiff. I'm joined as ever by Abe Unger and High Goldstoff from Intersoft Associates. Guys, today we're talking about big data and its intersection into business intelligence and analytics. I think that this is an interesting area and it's often an area that is confusing to some organizations. So hi, what do we mean when we're talking about business intelligence and analytics and how are they relevant or useful to the modern and the tomorrow's business? Business intelligence, I mean, that, that whole that, that whole area is, you know, has become a part of business over the last really probably the last five years. I mean, it's certainly been, you know, been, been rising in, in influence. And, and it goes back to the general concept is it's good to know what we did um, and, and learn from that. And big data uh, allows you to do that. But it's also very important to be able to see trends as they are happening. And big data certainly does that, especially if those trends are different than what different than what they were at a comparable period in time a year ago or six months ago. You know, how, however, you may need to normalize with seasonality or whatever the case might be. But you know, it it, it kind of lets you know what's going on now. History is important. You have to learn from history, but you need to react to what's happening now and what's going to happen. And that's where it really, really helps you. It it helps you as an organization to use the history that you've accumulated, that you keep on accumulating in the normal day-to-day occurrence of your business to look at patterns. The patterns can be customer activity. The patterns can be visitors to your website and what happens after they get there. The patterns can be cost. The patterns can be, you know, delivery. Um, You know, which vendors are delivering, you know, price fluctuations, whatever that might be. And then you can also bring in a whole bunch of external factors like weather or whatever else from a bunch of public sources, you know, to give a lot of meaning to that and and, and help it a little more. But the goal uh, without, you know, becoming too, too consultant-like, too, too professorial, is it tells you what's happening now and gives you an inkling into what should happen in the future. I think that's a really great definition. And I think the idea of, the key performance indicators that any of us have that help run our business have a new uh, sensibility about them when we are connected to such rich data as we have now. Abe, how do you think um, modern organizations can be using business intelligence in a way that maybe they're not used to or maybe they're not familiar with? And how can they be thinking differently about the data that they have already available to them to help them, I like the phrase intelligence, business intelligence, to be intelligent, more intelligent about their business? So that's the key, as you said it. It's that data. It's understanding the data that you have and using that data. And the concept of the big data is the more data, the more better. Mm. Take that data, whatever data it is that you have is whether you think it's important, whether you don't think it's important, but you put all of that data data together and that's going to help you 
draw that picture. All of those little pieces put together where the technology can look at that and analyze that and understand that and recognize those patterns, those trends, how things are moving in a good direction, in a bad direction, whether you want it to go in a different direction, but it can give you that information. And whether you're a small business or a large business, the advantage you're going to have of using that and then using that in your decision-making is going to help grow that business because you understand how, how things are going and where things are are, are trying to go to and how you're actually meeting those goals. You know, you look at something and you say, we really want the business to go and increase. We want to increase by X percent. And you start looking at those trends and you see, well, am I making that? Am I not making that? Why am I not making that? What is involved in that? What's going on? What's going on behind the scenes? How is the data going to help me to see where do I need to improve or where do I need to change to either meet or beat that expectation? And that's in the data. And that's all that data that's going to be analyzed. So all of that data becomes important to review. And what's happened over the past few years, as it's become, you know, more a central part of doing business, mostly initially with the larger businesses, with the larger companies like Amazon and Facebook, uh, as an example, you know, Amazon will show you things you might be interested in based on what you've been looking at and based on what, however they categorize you, people like you have been looking at. That's exactly what Facebook's you know, algorithm is. It'll show you something that you've shown you like and what people who have, you know, character, your same character, similar characteristics find interesting. And it'll show you those ads and you'll click on those ads and, and you know, generate um, traffic for the advertiser and generate revenue for Facebook. So all of that. So the point being that it's been it's been around for a while and, 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 the, and the larger folks have spent a lot of time and money um developing that technology developing those concepts and then now you know like like lcd tvs you know five years ago they cost 40 grand now they cost 400 dollars. you know so as they you know so the the point being that there are a lot of tools that can help the smaller organization you know get you know get, get a handle on their data get a handle of you know how they're doing it and they need to you know and there are tools around that can help them you got to do it's tools in the right in the right hands. You know, you can't put a scalpel in the in in, in the hands of a, of a barber, although they used to. Um, but uh, but the same kind of a thing. You know, Bill Gates many years ago said content is king, and he backed that up by buying all the picture libraries uh, like Getty and uh, Corbis. And now data, you know, data is 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 an important factor in any company, and you're accumulating so much data to begin with. And you ought to accumulate a lot more because, you know, that is relatively inexpensive in any environment today. I think that was a great illustration, the Amazon, which is one we can all kind of relate to. Sometimes these concepts can be vague or sort of esoteric um, when we can look at them in something that we're familiar with. And that's a real enterprise level, you know, global organization uh, kind of thing. Do you have some examples of uh, how can that small to mid-market organization, maybe maybe some illustrations from what you guys have done with clients where that kind of business intelligence has helped shape new directions, new strategies, new ways of doing things for an organization? IsAware is powered by Intersoft Associates, your software consultancy that will help you to maximize revenues, reduce costs, and streamline work processes with the right IT solutions. Intersoft Associates delivers strategic consulting and custom software development 
together with support and enhancement to help modernize and manage the software that helps your business run. Visit us at intersoftassociates.com. We have a client that's um, in a finance area uh, and we've incorporated the, the analytics to look at historical patterns, uh, how things work, not so much for their investments, uh, but to how they negotiate. If they, they, a lot of what they do is negotiation, how they negotiate, what, what, what the, um, how you value your side of the equation, uh, how you value you know, what, what, you're, what you're offering. And I'm being a little bit too vague here, uh, but you know it certainly helped them. Uh, they're a small company. They're they're highly regional, and they grew. I mean, we've been doing this for with for them for about 15 years in various iterations. And as we continue to accumulate more and more data, you know, we grew their business by ten by tenfold uh, because they have the data to be able to market properly to, and to be able to. Uh, deliver the analytics that the customer needs properly. Uh, and they are by far the biggest in their space by a factor of three at this point. Interesting. The next largest competitor is a third their size. See, I don't think you're being too vague. I appreciate that you're what you're doing, but to, the, the point is to have something that can help my sales teams make better decisions, communicate differently, that's huge. I mean, that's 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 a priceless sort of uh, energizer uh, into my organization. Abe, that's that's a fascinating way to think about data feeding the real world or real world behaviors. Um, what are some other ways that you think the future of big data is going to feed new behaviors or new ways of thinking about how we're doing our jobs? Well, you think about it in terms of your interactions with the world around you. Everything that you're interacting with is based on data. As I was mentioning, every time you open up that browser, there's information there that's being used to give you information that you you find useful to you. So yes, a lot of it is junk, but a lot of it is actually stuff that makes sense. And that's going to improve. That's going to get better. Um, things like that, the concept of junk mail. Um, you know, junk mail is the kind of thing where you send it out to everybody and hope somebody picks it up and, and does something with it. On the other hand, if you do these things, as I was mentioning, the marketing aspect, and you do that based on some actual data, so you don't waste all of that money, you actually can do it in a way that makes sense. Market to areas that you think you're going to actually apply to or get results from, and not just throw something out and hope anything sticks. Do it with a little bit more intelligence to it, and that's sort of where where we're going in the process of data. Storage is cheap. People can store, you know, tons and tons of data and get away with it. It's not concept of anymore of trying to limit data to small pieces of information. Store it. Use it. Uh, use the right tools, as I was mentioning earlier as well. Um, you know, you need a wrench to solve a problem. Don't get a hammer. You might be able to do it. You're not going to do it well. Use the tools that are out there that are tools in all different environments to give you that from the small to medium businesses to larger corporations to use that data and understand it. And I think that's sort of the way we're seeing data being used, even from the most simple data factors that are out there. People are using that and using that to help make decisions. And you would think, yeah, it's not really important, but in the end, it, it really adds up together. And, and there are, you know, there are, there are tools that are relatively inexpensive uh, that will interface with the database. You know, you need someone to make sure the database is structured properly. 
uh, some sort of a software consultant. Um, but, you know, products like Tableau, products like Microsoft Business Intelligence, um, you know, all of those can help. You know, you, they, they got to be in the right hands. Uh, Tableau to prepare the data, you know, you prepare the data for it and you can do all sorts of analytics in Tableau. I mean, we had um, the audit department in a, in a Fortune 500 company uh, use Tableau um, to monitor um, expense, um, you know, employee expense reports. And I don't know, some salesmen spent money at a, uh, at a Harley Davidson uh, office and they're trying to figure out why, you know, why that worked. And then they dug a little deeper and there was a lot of expenses that were not, uh, not authorized. And that was easy for them to do that, that kind of work, you know, and um, based on the data that was there and the ability to create a, um, a process where, you know, uh, an audit person can go in there and, and manipulate massage that data. That's not looking at trends, that's looking at history, but it's still using data to to analyze history. And uh, we did a we did a job, we did work a, a long, long time ago for a big brokerage firm to analyze, to rank their brokers by product line. Um, and it's, we had done some work for them in terms of branch measurement to measure each one of their, their branches on not just gross metrics, but on ratios, which are much more, you know, uh, telling, you know, you got a hundred brokers, you're going to have the largest branch, for example. But if you look at revenue per broker, there might be other issues anyway. So, uh, we did this and in, in, in my checking the data, uh, just make sure that what we did was accurate. I saw that there was some broker down in Miami beach where 90% of his revenue came from selling options, trading, you know, from the trading options for, you know, having his client invest in options, which are, which is a transient investment. It will go away. They'll either sell it and make money or they'll sell it and lose money, but they'll generate a lot of churn. So I reported this to management. And as it turned out, that broker was highlighted in Forbes four months later, and they were ready with all the answers. You know, it was, it was fortunate, but it was the use of data. Uh, and this was a major brokerage firm. These are great illustrations to kind of help me, I don't know, put myself in the position of how I could be using this stuff differently. Abe, I love to come to you with this question because I always know how you're going to answer it. What do I do if I'm confused? What do I do if I'm frustrated? If I don't, if I've got all this data and I haven't been doing anything with it and it's all sort of sitting there, what's my first smart step to start to be better with this stuff? Call us. <laughs> yes. Call, call that person, talk to somebody about it. We know about the tools, we know what you need, we know what kind of data you're gonna be using. So we'll understand that, we'll know how to, how to, how to focus you and how to guide you in that. Uh, but yes, the idea is talk to somebody. You, you're, you're gathering that data, you're gathering data you don't even know about. Put that all together, let someone with the tools go in there and look at that and analyze that and help you with that process. And that's what we're here for. And it's, you know, we really do it well, so. And also, when, when you're involved in it, you've kind of got blinders on. This time of doing things and bringing a new, you know, a new, a new mind, a new set of, you know, experiences in, you know, can, you know, expand that box. You know, you may not be thinking out of the box, but, but can expand it. And, and, and they're, you know, they're slam dunks for someone who, who's, who's done it in many different areas. But if you're in, involved in an organization, you know, you're going to have blinders on. This is how we do things. This is what we get. Oh, we can get that. Oh, I never thought of that. You know, and all of a sudden expand that horizon for them. 
just by simple conversation. And you know, in the risk of the other commercial, we don't charge for that for that conversation. It's a great conversation, and I really enjoyed this one especially. Uh, thanks so much for being so generous with your insights and your advice and your expertise today, guys. Talking about business analytics, business intelligence, business insights from your big data. Uh, thanks, as always, Abe Unger, High Gold Staff from Intersoft Associates. I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks Thank much. Thanks for joining us for IsAware, and a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. IsAware is powered by Intersoft Associates, who believes the more you know about your IT, the better. Visit us at intersoftassociates.com and schedule your free consultation to talk about how custom software can help your business.